Good evening and welcome to the broadcast. I've got something for you. It's called an opening. Ooh, that sounds like fun. So why don't I play it on the run? All right. Oh, okay, America. Guess what? Oh, wait a minute. If you're watching on the video platforms, you didn't see me. Now you see me. Aren't you sorry you can see me? No, I'm just kidding. Um, how's everybody doing tonight? I hope, America, you are feeling a little, a little better than yesterday, given what happened. Uh... I'm not exactly a happy camper over what happened yesterday. No doubt in my mind there should have been, uh, it should not have happened. But it is coming, it has come out, yes, it's come out that Antifa and BLM were involved. I told you, (laughs) I told you, I said, watch. They weren't, it was going to be people pretending to be Trump supporters, disguised as Trump supporters. Guess what? Many, a good chunk of them were. The only one that wasn't was that Air Force veteran. Haven't heard much, I have not seen or heard much more on that shooting since last night. And I've been looking. I have been looking. Joining me on the phone lines at 347-945-5747, as well as in the Mixler chat room on the Mixler side of the radio broadcast, is none other than Gunslinger. And joining me on the video side via Periscope.tv, the lovely and very gracious Cherokee Rose is in the house as well. And uh, by the way, folks, just before I forget, because I didn't say it last night, um, the end of February, Firefox News Online will end its <coughs> use and association with Periscope.tv because at the end of March, they will no longer be available for streaming. The streaming will be done through Twitter. And after what Twitter did and Facebook did to our current president of the United States, Donald John Trump, well, Facebook and Twitter can kiss my royal American red rosy Cherokee Indian fat ass, and I'll even mark the fucking spot. One, one spot on one cheek and one spot on the other cheek. This way they, I can safely say they kissed my ass in stereo. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm being terrible. I'm being mean. I shouldn't say such things, but to dem- that Democrats can kiss my fat ass. But then again, I don't give a shit. No, 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 no. Now, I do have something, I, I, an audio clip. It's there. This was surprising. President Trump speaking today from the White House uh, regarding what happened yesterday. Um, 
I don't even think it's three minutes long, as a matter of fact. Um, let me double check on the time of that, uh, that address, when he addressed. Believe it or not, it's only two minutes and 40 seconds. That's how long he spoke. He kept it short, sweet, and to the point. I'll put that clip out in a few minutes. But right now, I want to say hello, gun. Yo, yo, yo. How's my, how is my audio? You okay? Well, it seems all right. I mean, what, are you on your phone? No, actually, I'm on, on those uh, $250 earbuds. How about that? <laughs> They don't sound too bad, but they could, they could be better. I mean, they sound they got a lot of bass to them. I can turn up the microphone. Is that better? Hello. Same. No change. Hmm. How about that? Any better? Hello. Say something again. Hello, test, test, one, two, one, two, test, test. Still has a little bit of bass to it, but not as not as, uh, not as as much as before. I don't know what you did, but hmm. uh, they seem okay. I mean, they, they could be a little better, but, you know, hey, what are you going to, what, what can you, what, what are you going to do? You got them for nothing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, free. I like free. <laughs> Free is always good. Hey, free is good. I like free. Speaking, well, these weren't free. I, you know, I, I paid for. I, I, I bought these items. Um, I purchased a brand new studio microphone. It's called a. It's called an. Oh, jeez. Uh, hmm. Uh, uh oh. Having, ladies and gentlemen. The host of this broadcast is having a momentary brain fart. Please bear with him. <laughs> it's a brain fart, folks. See, there goes another one. Oh, now they're going to get musical? Sure. All right. I'll show you. I'm going to show you on the video platforms. One of the items uh, that I obtained, that I purchased today, um, and I will stick the link in the chat room for you, Gun, in a second to look at. And just let me find my. Uh, uh, there we go. Uh oh, wrong spot there. Let me fix that. No, wait a minute. I'll use this one. Uh, There. Now, it's called Empty Road Audio. It's it's an Empty Road Audio M900 studio mic. Okay. What the hell is that? Oh, I guess I picked it up. I mean, it's a, I'll put it in the chat room. It's a new angle of that shooting where that girl got shot from the Daily Caller. I just found it. 
All righty. I was about to say, okay, mm-hmm. who, who decided to play some really, really bad music? Uh, but this, uh, oh, let me get the link for you, gun, so you can look at this too. Um, copy that. And paste. Now this this um, this microphone that you're seeing, folks, um, it is a it is a, stu- a a professional grade studio mic, and it will replace the microphone I'm currently using. Which uh, if I I'm gonna I'll show you the the same one that I use for handheld is the same one I'm using current is, is is I have an, an identical one for the desk, but uh, and they're both XLR uh, microphones. Um, the it's a handheld microphone with the on-off microphones with the on-off switch for the mic on the on the handle. Uh, that's what I'm currently using. I use this when I when I go to the to the to the kitchen to get coffee and I have one just like it here mounted on the desk. But that's not all I'm getting here, folks. Oh no. You see I decided I decided to get a brand new mixing board it was overdue the one that I'm using does work but it's you know it's time for brand new and I'll show you that in a sec here if I can if I can get to it that is oh look at that uh in it. What one did I order? Oh, there it is. I think. I think this is the one. Yep, this is the one, all right. And I'll put this up on the board. I'll take a screen capture of it in a sec here, Gunslinger, so you can so I can show it to you. Um, all right, this is the new mixing board that I'm getting, um, and. It's a really nice board too. It really is. Um, oh sure. I gotta go back in here and get this. Um, sure. Back in here and get this. And uh, um, I hear myself. Sure. Not anymore. Me. I had to refresh the chat room. Audio started. Oh, that's okay, gun. 
mistakes mis- mistakes happen. That's why they put erasers on pencils. And sure, I just did right there. Copy the link. All right. Let me switch from that for just a second. And pop this bad boy in the chat room so you can see what the board looks like. There. Now this eight channel this is an eight channel audio board. It accommodates XLR, the kind of uh big pin mic plug that I use. It also has US, a USB con- uh, port on it, so I can plug in uh, stuff from a USB stick. This thing is really nice, and the faders are the fa- what you're looking. If you if, 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 if. right here, these these if you look at the bot the very bottom of the device where you see uh, red red slides, those are those are fader. Switches. Those those are be- I like those faders better than the uh, dial ones because the dial ones are uh, a little tricky. But this thing, it's got the phantom power I, that I need, and it's it's really a nice board. I think it'll it'll serve me well. Uh, that should be coming in on the twenty first. The pro mic will be here. Uh, hopefully Sunday. And the reason I decided to get uh, some new equipment like that is because um, I want this. I want the sound and everything, you know, to to be to be top shelf. I want everything to work just right. The microphone uh, that I showed everybody, that microphone is it's it's almost similar to the BM-800 that I have. Um, but the BM-800, for some reason, I think is, it started dying on me, so I stopped using it in lieu of the handheld microphone that I'm currently using, which probably has good sound, but I would rather have better. Um, because of my experience with, with the audio boards, um, I'll be able to set this thing up hopefully very quick. It'll have the book, so I'll be able to go by the book too, which will help immensely. But, you know, I think I'll be able to set it up fairly decently. So I'll be doing a lot of test broadcasts on the video platforms, or at least a video platform, or on and on Mixler as well. So uh, that'll be done during the course of the daytime when I'm not actually broadcasting. It would suck if I tried to do it during a broadcast, you know? But this will make the broadcast even better. So I invested in audio equipment. And boy, am I glad I did. Because, you know, again, I mean, I've got the gigantic Ramza board uh, that I got from uh, Mike here in New York. But honestly, there's no place to put it. And it, was, it, it, it has to, I have to get the contact cleaner for it and everything. Uh, 
But you know what? At the end of the day, a brand spanking new board with a few extra bells and whistles uh, to bring it up to date for because it's it's designed for podcast use, as is the microphone I'm getting. So uh, there's that. So Firefox News Online Productions is getting new toys. Now, I want to get some some of the comments from uh, Cherokee Rose that she wrote uh, earlier as well as currently. So let me do that. While I'm thinking about it, Cherokee Rose said at the beginning of the broadcast, while talking points was in, in progress, pretty soon the flag and anthem will be outlawed at at the rate we are going. Not on my watch. Hell no. I no, there there is no way that's gonna ha- the American people will let that happen. There's no way old glory is gonna get outlawed, and there's no way the the national anthem will be outlawed. I won't ha- I will not have it. I know Gunslinger won't. I know you Cherokee Rose won't let it happen. I know every God fearing and and country loving American will say, fuck you, Democrats. You're not changing shit like that. We the people say otherwise. And we will speak loud and clear. Uh, And, of course, Cherokee Rose even agreed with me on that. Um, Now, now she said something uh, during Talking Points that I didn't hear about. But then again, I'd love to know if it's true myself. Apparently, Cherokee Rose heard someone crapped on Pelosi's desk. (laughs) 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 Someone took a shit on Pelosi's desk? Oh, if that's true, I would love to know. (laughs) That's wild. Oh, She's hey, listen. She's an old shit bag to begin with, so it probably would fit right in in her office. So um, yeah, I wonder if it's true myself. I really do. Uh, and of course, she's getting a chuckle out of some of the stuff I've been saying here. And uh, in regards to President Trump's uh, brief comments from the White House today, uh, yeah, two two minutes and forty seconds is short for him. I mean. We all know he can, you know, he, he he has the 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 wonderful gift of gab, and he can he can tell it like it is. Uh, but for him to speak short, sweet, and to the point, that was that was a shocker. And I ha- and like I said, I have that clip. And I'll play it for you shortly. Um, now Cherokee Rose said, "Nope." but I don't know what she was saying nope to. Uh-oh. Nope, as in nobody, nobody took, a, took a healthy shit on Pelosi's desk? 
I still say I hope that's true because <laughs> she deserves it. And <laughs> she's so full of shit it's not it's not funny. So a little more wouldn't hurt. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh yeah, that's that's you know uh wow. Okay, um let me put that clip from President Trump on here. Uh, do 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 do. Yes, I'm having fun for the moment. All right, there, and here is President Trump's statement. Hopefully, this the audio works nice. I would like to begin by addressing the heinous attack on the United States Capitol. Like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. America is and must always be a nation of law and order. The demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engage in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. We have just been through an intense election, and emotions are high. But now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. My campaign vigorously pursued every legal avenue to contest the election results. My only goal was to ensure the integrity of the vote. In so doing, I was fighting to defend American democracy. I continue to strongly believe that we must reform our election laws to verify the identity and eligibility of all voters and to ensure faith and confidence in all future elections. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January 20th, My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. This moment calls for healing and reconciliation. 2020 has been a challenging time for our people. A menacing pandemic has upended the lives of our citizens, isolated millions in their homes, damaged our economy, and claimed countless lives. Defeating this pandemic and rebuilding the greatest economy on Earth will require all of us working together. It will require a renewed emphasis on the civic values of patriotism, faith, charity, community, and family. We must revitalize the sacred bonds of love and loyalty that bind us together as one national family. To the citizens of our country, serving as your president has been the honor of my lifetime. And to all of my wonderful supporters, I know you are disappointed, but I also want you to know that our incredible journey is only just beginning. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. That was President Trump speaking today from the Oval Office, from the White House. Um, almost said the Oval Office, but he was not in the Oval Office when he said this. Um, President Trump, very gracious 
uh, in his uh, <coughs> comments about the, about the transition. It is heartbreaking uh, to hear him uh, say that. We know he, the, the, uh, both he and his campaign put up an amazing fight against the stolen election. But at the end of the day, unfortunately, thieves from the Democratic Party managed to prevail. And Cherokee Rose just said in the chat room, how do we reconcile after what they've done? How do we reconcile with commies? Good question. A very good question indeed. And she's in agreement. She said, sure is. Heartbreaking. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, because of uh, what what is because because pres- because Joseph Biden, the new commander in thief, will be inaugurated on January twentieth. Um, I have decided there it is that as of today I am going to start using what you now see on your screen the new voice the new the new image for the voice of the resistance we, the American people, who believe that this election was stolen and that the thieves are the members of the Democratic National Committee, those who, who seat in Congress as Democrats, the Democrats in the Senate, the thief who will take over the White House on January 20th, the vice thief, Kamala Cameltoe Harris. I guarantee we will not be silent. We will speak out. And thus, the voice of the resistance is open for business. For many of you, if you remember... During the Obama dictatorship, eight years, Voice of the Resistance, as it was called then, looked similar to the image you see on your screen, those watching on the video platforms. President then Barack Obama's face was where you see Joe Biden's now with the no symbol over the face. I did a little upgrade uh, updating of the for the voice of the resistance image you see um, 
It has the American flag with Lady Liberty in the upper right corner, my face in the lower left corner, the broadcast logo on the, in the center, and of course it says the voice of the resistance. The voice of the resistance means that we will challenge the Democrats at every turn, expose them for, for what they are and what they, will, what, they, what they intend to do during the course of time. What bothers me the most is that Nancy Pelosi is Speaker of the House again, still, uh, still, and soon the Senate Majority Leader will be Chuck the Schmuck Schumer. God help us all. Well, Gunslinger, what say you to all this, man? Ay, 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 ay. Hmm. Really disgusting, you know that? Um, one thing that you need, that you, we all should do, including yourself, do not address that sucker as Mr. President. He's not the president. We all know it. We all know that that dumb fuck, Sleepy Joe in camel toe, is not the fucking president and vice president of the United States of America. Never was, not, and never will be. Okay? They're a bunch of goddamn thieves. They're corrupt. They're, they're everything in the book. Okay? These dumb fucks stole the election. They, I mean, anybody that does not believe that they that they stole the election, you need to go and stick your head back in the goddamn ground or up your ass one or two. Okay. I mean, this is <laughs> this is fucking amazing of how they could weasel this situation into this. What is it going to take to stop it? Is this country going to have to have another revolution to stop shit like this? Tell me how this is going to stop. In four years, if he makes it in four years, and I don't think he will, I don't, I'll give him maybe six months at the best, somewhere around six months. They'll throw his fucking old ass out and put in camel toe. Okay? Just wait and see. You just wait and see. I can see their plan. I can see it just as clear as I see the goddamn wall over there. Okay. So, and then, and then we may have a revolution. Okay, if them idiots get in there, just like you said, if Camelotoe moves up, and then, you know, Piglosi gets her little things in that vice president seat, holy Toledo. I'm telling you, this country fucked. And even though that President Trump may run again in four years, hopefully. Look at the damage that these fuckers are going to do. Look at the fucking damage that these dumb fucking bastards are going to do to this country. After Trump has done all he's done to upgrade everything, the military, the most powerful country on the earth now, the jobs, bringing these bringing these jobs back from overseas and creating jobs and all this shit, okay? 
Them two little fucking cunts, excuse my French, because I batter in hell, are going to tear it down. Just wait and see. I, well, you know, you think that the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, short of God, okay, would have done something, but they uh, they have proven to be fucking pussies, too. The liberals in the Supreme Court, I don't think the newest one and what's the name, I don't think they would have went along with it. I think they wanted to do it, but they were outvoted for some reason, I guess. I, I'm just, I'm just shocked. I just don't know what to say. I mean, you know, if I had a spaceship, I'd fucking go out in the fucking backyard right now and blast off to fucking Mars. Fuck them, God bitches. Yes, where's injustice at? I mean, where is the fucking justice? We all know that he cheated. He, we all know he stole it. Okay, you go down here and you get your little car out here, and you go down there and you run a stop sign. Or you go down there and go five miles over the goddamn speed limit, and them cocksuckers will fucking throw the book at your ass, okay? Court costs and fines and no insurance and no driver's license and all that fucking bullshit. But yet, they'll let these cocksuckers hard block. Hard fucking block. Fucking amazing. I better shut up before my fucking head explodes. Go ahead. Well... I've got 904 area code joining us. Hey, uh, how is everybody doing tonight? Yes. Um, Aggravated. What do I, what do I, what I, yeah, I know. What do I address you? Because I, I was calling you a show, but I never knew your name. Oh, I'm George, by the way. Oh, Okay. All right. Yeah, George, to the, the name and the game. That's why I'm a. That's why I'm a journalist. <laughs> so, uh, hey. So let me ask you. It, it, I know I it. just heard gunslinger. I know I just heard gunslinger say that um he's fed up with what's going on, and not only that. Now that the, the Democrats are going have have taken um pretty much control of both the Senate and House, which is devastating in itself. Now they have control they have control of the Senate, House and um and the presidency. So my question is, is it safe to say we need to expel people like Linwood out of the movement? Unfortunately Because I'm not understanding how people are sitting here defending him. Okay. The sad reality is he has nothing to do with the campaign you know, with, with, or with, with the Trump administration. So the sad reality is he is, unfortunately, uh, an American citizen with the same rights that, you, that we all have, the right to free speech and so forth. So as far as getting him out of the movement is concerned... The only way that's going to happen is people would have to stand up to him and say, shut up. And tell him, you know, you don't speak for President Trump. You don't speak for us. Thank you. Goodbye. And make him understand that he does not speak for the American people or, the, or President Trump. Right. You made it sound like I wanted him to get a death penalty. <laughs> 
I don't, no, 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 no. I'm not saying he don't have rights to say what he has to say. I'm not saying he should, we, we, should, we should throw him in jail or anything for, for his suggestions. What I'm saying is cancel his voice as an influencer out of the movement because I think he's actually brought far more harm than good, if you ask me personally. What I'm saying is that you can't fall for every false prophet. Everybody, not everybody's here to save you. Sorry, it just is what it is. No matter how much you think you like them, you know the the you know you know you know there's there's a there's a reason why there's a saying called a wolf in sheep's clothing, clothing, or even the Bible references um, the devil as an angel of light, meaning he could come as an angel of light. I'm not saying that um, Lynn Wood is a deceiver per se i'm not saying that at all but what i am saying is that um he gives terrible advice because i think that they i think that if it wasn't for him try if it wasn't for him having which i'm uh, 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 i just think if it wasn't for him telling people they should stay home during the georgia runoffs then they the the, the two gop um Candidates would have would have won in a, in a huge in a big land. I think in a landslide. Personally, I that's what I think. It's just that he had he got a lot of people took his stupid ass advice and they stayed home and they have control of the Senate. And now, to me, for, what I have to say to conservatives, you can't bitch and moan about the, what the Democrats are going to be doing in the next two or four years when you had every chance to get your ass up and do something about it, and you didn't do it. You listened to an idiot like Lynn Wood. You stayed home. You made them take control of the Senate because you, because you thought boycotting the Georgia runoffs was a good idea. No, and the reality is, the, the, reality, the reality is with the whole um, Joe Biden thing was he was going to get into office no matter which way you sliced it and diced it. That's why I'm not understanding what, what you – what do you guys really expect for these senators and Congress people to do? Like, there's literally nothing they can do. Nothing. I'm finished. Well, they they tried to uh, they tried to challenge the uh, electoral vote count, but a lot of uh, Republicans started backing off as a result of what happened right. last night at, at Capitol Hill. What happened? Right. Yeah. So you know they got scared. You know? But I wouldn't blame them. I wouldn't back that no more either because that that was crazy. That you you just have to admit that was crazy what happened. Yeah, but but now it's coming out. Get this caller. What's coming out? And I have I have I have two stories that I'm going to read back to back on this. All right. What happened is coming out that Antifa and BLM were involved in the riot in what in what took place on Capitol Hill. No, I've heard I that. Said they were I just want to know if they're disguised themselves as like, Trump supporters and what All right. Now check this out. I'm going to I'm going to I'm bringing up both stories now. Uh, all right, so let me let me get these all all set up accordingly. There we go. Now, the first one speaks of evidence emerges of Antifa infiltrating Capitol Hill protests. 
That's the headline. This is from One American News Network. I trust them more than I... I'll trust them before I'll ever trust uh, the other three cable shitheads. But here goes. Evidence continues to emerge showing far-left instigators infiltrated protests on Capitol Hill. As the world looks to Capitol Hill following unprecedented events, multiple Republican lawmakers are asking their fellow Americans to stay calm and wait for evidence of what happened before jumping to conclusions. Representative Mo Brooks is among a number of members of Congress who allege fascist Antifa is responsible for the violence at the, cap- at the U.S. Capitol. The Alabama Republican took to Twitter on Thursday to warn the public to refrain from being like the fake news media. He also presented his evidence. One, a congressman warned me on Monday of a growing Antifa threat and advised that I sleep in my office rather than leaving leaving Capitol Complex and sleeping in my condo. I heeded that advice and have slept on, on office floor for four straight nights. This was what Mo Brooks said today. In several follow-up tweets, Brooks said, A congressman warned him on Monday about a growing Antifa threat. This source even advised him to sleep in his office, like I just read. Now, the congressman then told him on Tuesday that he was warned by Capitol Police that fascist Antifa was going to infiltrate the Trump rally by dressing like the president's supporters. All right? Mo Brooks continued by saying, Time will reveal the truth. He added, all those responsible should be fully prosecuted. Many Trump supporters who gathered on the steps shared videos of these events as they unfolded. They yelled, no Antifa, at the people trying to break in through windows. Others jumped in to stop some of the violators. Representative Matt Goetz, Republican from Florida, also suggests Antifa could have been responsible for the recent events on Capitol Hill. While debating election certification Wednesday, he highlighted President Trump's explicit calls for his supporters to take part in peaceful demonstrations in Washington, D.C. Getz went on to bring up reports stating a Facial recognition company used their software to identify two Philadelphia-based Antifa members in the crowd. I don't know if the reports are true, but the Washington Times just reported some compelling evidence from a facial recognition company showing that some of the people who breached the Capitol today were not Trump supporters, he explained. They were masquerading as Trump supporters and, in fact, were members of the violent terrorist group Antifa. Uh, let me just strike out a cigarette real fast before I, so I can continue. Getz said, the way Democrats have been handling politics is partially to blame for the breach. The Florida Republican added, it's time to build America up, not tear her down and destroy her. All right. 
In conjunction with that story, BLM-linked activists found inside Capitol during protest. A prominent member of Insurrection USA, which is reportedly aligned with Black Lives Matter, was found to have been among the protesters who stormed the Capitol on Wednesday. John Sullivan of Utah admitted he was inside the Capitol following its takeover, but he claimed he was only reporting from the scene. Those protesters, they got angry, and they busted through those, those officers real, really quickly, Sullivan said of the attack on the Capitol. You could really freely move around. You could go in any room and look out, and look out the window. So it's pretty surreal to see. Chanel Rion of One American News tweeted, because Antifa was only there to document honest. However, reports found Sullivan was previously making threats against President Trump and his supporters, which suggests clashes at the Capitol were a possible Antifa provocation. According to further reports, Sullivan was arrested during BLM riots in Salt Lake City last year. He was arrested for felony rioting, criminal mischief, and threats of violence. Sullivan has also called for attacks on government institutions, which raises many questions in connection to his presence at the Capitol Hill protest. So now, between those two stories, because they, they are so closely... Uh, connecting what I see what I see having happened on Capitol Hill was an Antifa BLM attack it was it was not Trump supporters doing the doing the damage they had they they were infiltrated by Antifa and BLM disguised as Trump supporters but that does not and I cannot stress this enough, that does not justify what happened to a 14-year veteran of the United States Air Force who was shot and killed by a plainclothes officer. I showed the video of that last night. The raw video. And believe me, it was, it was frightening to watch. I have a message for Antifa and BLM. Cut your bullshit once and for all. Stop the fucking shit you're pulling because it's not going to do you any good. And it will not bode well when the American people say with a loud voice, enough is fucking enough. All right, guys. You heard both stories. I want to get your thoughts on this. So let me start with the 904 area code caller, and then, of course, get Gunslinger's thoughts. Uh, 904, your name is Stephen, isn't it? My name is uh, Malcolm. Say again, please. Malcolm. Malcolm? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm very bad with names, Malcolm. Sorry about that. So Malcolm, you start uh-huh. us off, and then I'll get Gunslinger's thoughts. Well, my thoughts is um, I, I'm... I uh, I want to see as this pans out. I want to see if it's um I want to see if there's more 
evidence that comes to light that it was them, which I do not doubt because I believe that that is the type of guerrilla tactics extremist groups do use. So I, I just I, I just have to um, wait and see because during the riots in – I forgot what state it was when this whole George Floyd thing went down. They were doing the same thing on their side, accusing Trump supporters secretly disguising themselves as Antifa and and Black Lives Matter and destroying property to make the movement look bad. So I, I, that's yeah, that started in Portland, bad. Oregon, I believe. Yeah, yeah, they were saying that was what Trump supporters disguised as Antifa and whatever. So I, I just I would have to say, for in this case, what you just read, I would like to see um, more proof of it. That's all. That's all. Uh, but I do. I there was video. Of when those people was breaking in to the um into the, into the um into the windows of the Capitol Hill, Trump supporters, the people that were, the protesters were saying, were trying to stop them, tell them don't do that, don't do that, and get out of here, Antifa. Like they people were calling them out, but you know the media ignores that part of it, which is interesting. That's all I have to say. All right, gunslinger. <clears throat> well. There's a video out that uh, shows the, I guess, the Capitol Police opening up the barricades and letting these some bitches in, okay? Which I would not be surprised if they are Antifa and BLM, okay? I mean, look at them. <laughs> Those are not Trump supporters. I'm sorry. That a, a Trump supporter would not do, would not go to that extreme, okay, to do that, I would think. Maybe a few goofballs out there, ain't no doubt, but I don't think overall the, the Trump supporters that were there would not do something like that. Now, for the, for the girl that got shot there, <laughs> wow. I mean, this is, did you, do you know that nobody, nobody has been shot in that, in that building since the early 1800s? Okay, I think it was 18... Five, ten, somewhere in the early, early 1800s. But that has been only the only person that has ever been shot to this date, from that date until yesterday. I mean, that's crazy, man. Wow, really? Yeah. This is supposed to be the most secured building in the fucking world. We paid trillions over now, over the past years trillions of dollars to secure that fucking building from air attacks. They got goddamn, uh, what is it, ground-to-air missiles, batteries located all over Washington, D.C. They've got the goddamn building could probably withstand a nuclear bomb underground, okay? They got jamming devices. They got radar jamming devices all over the fucking roof. Have you ever seen the fucking roof of that place? There's always fucking guards up there with automatic machine guns, okay? No fly zones over the fucking thing. But these fuckers just let the gate down and let them in. Please. Don't insult my intelligence like that. To other people that would think that, oh, they busted through the bill. No, they didn't. The fuckers would let in. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a clip here. Uh, Representative Gosser was on Newsmax TV and talking about how Pelosi shows shows lack of leadership. Um, hang on a second here. Let me get the exact 
phrasing here, so I don't mess this up. Uh, lack of leadership in calling for Trump's removal. Now, I'm going to tell you something, folks. They're actually talking about impeaching Trump. In the last two weeks of him being in office, they are, they're back to talking about impeachment proceedings and an impeachment trial to remove him from office. What's the fucking point? Look at how long it took to, to do that the first time. It took longer than two weeks. And what? Now because the, the, the Senate is Democrat-controlled, they're going to get their way? There's no, there's no, what, what did he do to warrant impeachment this time? Gee, I wonder. Are they going to accuse him of inciting his, his, his supporters to riot? That, that, I'd love to see them prove that one, if that's, if, that's, if that's part of the article of impeachment. They're going to bring up a quickly. In two weeks? No, there's no way. But let me, let me put this clip on, and I want you guys to listen to this very carefully, and then I'll, I'll get your thoughts on this, okay? So here goes. Well, uh, yesterday, Arizona Congressman Paul Gozar was objecting to his own state's electoral college votes alongside Senator Ted Cruz. Eight GOP uh, senators and more than 50 Republican representatives actually signed on to the objection. Let's take a look at what was happening. I rise up for myself and 60 of my colleagues to object to the uh, counting of the electoral ballots from Arizona. Well, shortly after that, they started debating on the objection, and then all chaos at the Capitol ensued. And joining us now to give his take on yesterday's events is Republican Congressman from Arizona, uh, Paul Gozar. Thank you so much, uh, Congressman. We appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Joe and Heather. Thanks for having me on. So immediately, uh, your reaction to what transpired yesterday, and then also I would like your reaction to the lawmakers who held the line. I believe that there were six of them that still objected to the electors, but there were others that changed their mind after all of the chaos. Yeah, so, you know, what I was after was is representing, uh, you know, an audit, not uh, to conquer the hill. You know, we had seen that state laws had not been followed in a constitutional way, whether it be being usurped by the courts um, um, or the executive branch or individuals when the legislature were, were uh, responsible. That was my state of Arizona. Um, we had the Ninth Circuit intervene, uh, and there was a number of problems. And so what we wanted to do was make sure that the audit was done. It would have calmed the fears because it's either yes or no. There's nothing in between. And that way you really get to the meat of the, the, the issue. Uh, so we had put this together. We were well on our way in, in that discussion. And uh, I had finished uh, my conversation uh, and debate on the floor when everything broke loose and we were uh, moved to different quarters uh, uh, because of the, out, uh, the, uh, the, the mob that was coming in. But remember, this is just a few of those people. Most people were, were, were passionate about uh, waving the flag, making sure they were heard and were peaceful. That was a big key. Mm -hmm. I find it very hypocritical from uh, everybody else, and particularly when you saw um, the so-called summer of love. Yeah, Congressman, um, let me, it, let me uh, if I could get you to pause for just a moment. We do want to take us to Lindsey Graham, who has a statement, and let's take him live now. Work for the country. 
uh, and uh, try to get back to South Carolina and and help the transition here. Uh, the first thing that stands out to me is how embarrassed and disgusted I am that the United States Capitol could be taken over by domestic terrorists while we're in session, transferring power from one president to the other, that a band of people who are terrorists, not patriots, literally occupied the floor of the House, drove the Senate out of its chamber, and the question for the country is how could that happen 20 years after 9-11? September this year will be the 20th anniversary of the attack on our nation. It is mind-boggling that such an event could occur. Uh, Senator Schumer's call for the Secretary, Sergeant of Arms of the Senate to resign, I echo that. Anyone in charge of defending the Capitol Anyone in charge of defending the Capitol failed uh, in their duties. If they would have been in the military, they would have been relieved of their commands and most likely court-martialed. So the first thing that has to happen is to hold those accountable for failing to defend the nation's Capitol while the Congress was in session. Why am I worried? It would have been so easy for a terrorist organization to infiltrate this movement. The lone wolf terrorist, I think we've got a pretty good grip on. But political protest in this country is the heart and soul of who we are. But we haven't been protesting lately. We've been burning down cities. We've been attacking federal courthouses. We've been looting in the name of social justice. And now we've occupied the Capitol. This needs to stop. To my Democratic colleagues, I share your disgust and embarrassment and determination to make sure that what happened in our capital never happens again. But you need to speak up when this happens in other places. Lawlessness, lawlessness in one place breeds lawlessness everywhere. When one cause resorts to violence and people are not prosecuted, other causes believe maybe this is okay. So the mistake we made is when people tried to destroy the courthouse in Portland, they weren't prosecuted to the full extent of law. When they occupied Seattle, they weren't prosecuted to the full extent of the law. When they attacked the, the acceptance of the nomination of President Trump here in D.C., virtually no one was prosecuted. It's good to hear everybody wanting prosecutions. Some are late to the dance. I was there from day one. So let's reset. Okay, so that's what Lindsey Graham is talking about right now. Uh, more reaction to what transpired yesterday, also calling to hold all of those accountable who failed to protect the Capitol, hold those people accountable. We know so far that at least the sergeant of arms is resigning. Congressman Gozar, I know that you've stuck around with us. I would like to get your response to what we heard Senator Lindsey Graham saying there, and also this breaking news that we just received, that Speaker Pelosi is now calling on the vice president and the Capitol cabinet to remove President Trump from office via the 25th Amendment or another impeachment effort. So your thoughts on both of those? Well, first of all, I, I couldn't agree more with uh, Senator Graham. 
we have an epidemic in this country of the lack of accountability to the rule of law. That has been that has been paramount. You know, our Constitution is a mere piece of paper if you do not follow the rule of law and have everybody subject to that same law. To not see this coming, we we saw that instead of the summer of love, we saw the the summer of terrorist terrorism, of, of rioting, of looting, and and lack of accountability. So we should have had more people here. We also see this movement of defund the police, defund the military. That shows you how fruitless and poor this actually is. And once again, accountability. When you have people that you know are coming in droves, hundreds of thousands of people, and you don't understand uh, the, the fever that they have, that 50% are upset, 50% are, were upset before, it, it, it shows you the lack of leadership. And, and once again, I will also say it shows the lack of leadership on uh, Speaker Pelosi. Here you want to de-escalate. You've got a president that says that he's going through a peaceful transition of power. He said, go home, go home. No, 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 uh, no. Uh, yeah, go home in harm. peace. Go in peace. That's exactly right. And and now you're going to invoke in the, in the two weeks left. You're going to impeach him again on what grounds? And implore the vice president. Come on, that's what's wrong with this country. Name calling. Just you, you hate this president more than you love this country. What this country needs is is transparency allowing people to be settled down so that they understand, did my vote count? And if it didn't, who's going to be held accountable? Yes, let's, let's start with the Capitol Police, but let's also start with ourselves. The rhetoric that I heard on the floor last night was intolerable. One of my delegation, Ruben Gallego, called me a treasonous. How, is, how does that work? This is a say I did the same thing that Nancy Pelosi did for, in, in 2016 and, and, and George Bush. I didn't ask for to some take over the hill. What I asked for was an audit, an audit of transparency. Isn't that interesting? So if there's somebody that needs to calm down to, to light the fire, it's Pelosi and Schumer. Yeah, I think Back it, off. Let yeah. this thing happen. If, if yesterday showed us anything, is that we are deeply divided, and you cannot end division by doubling down on division. All right. You heard what was said by both Senator Graham and uh, Representative Dosser. Um, toward the end there, it was, it was said that uh, Pelosi is looking to either use the 25th Amendment or impeachment. All right, so starting in the reverse order of, 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 uh, of, of what it did before, let me start with you, and then I'll get Malcolm's uh, comment. Well, <laughs> the, the whole Siglosi and Texas Mutt, uh, they're a fucking joke. Okay? They do a joke for a long fucking time. Just like I've said before, their mama should have fucking swallowed. Okay? They are the most worthless pieces of goddamn garbage in the history of this country. Okay? You know what the founding fathers would be with people like that. I won't mention it, but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay? There is no excuse for people being in that position to do what they're doing. Impeaching 
There's only two, two weeks. What is that? Fourteen days. Okay. This 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 bitch screwball. Let me tell you. How anybody would in their right mind, obviously they're not in their right mind, would vote for this goddamn cunt. No. Right? This is ridiculous. I mean, they, and you wonder why that we will, we believe the people defend the term limits? There's an example right there. These idiots have been in their first fucking long. They have grown rich. They haven't tried. They're probably in China. I wouldn't just this what. Chief Joe is. Oh, it's funny. Where's Hunter? Where's Hunter? Motherfucker, go ahead. Okay. So you see, you've got a fucking a, a, a child molester. Well, he is a fucking pedophile. There ain't no doubt about it. Sniffing little girl's hairs. Trying to fill up the food. Okay, God knows what else he's done. You got, you're married to a doctor, well, she ain't no goddamn doctor. That's just an honorary title. She has no doctor's degree at all. Just look it up. Okay? And then you got that camel toe open up. Look at this one. She's as funny as funny as funny that you can get. All right, uh, Gunslinger, your audio started cutting out a little bit uh, at times. Cutting out? Um, so, Gunslinger, what you might want to do, I know, you, I, I know you're trying the, uh, these, these earbud devices out, uh, but it's, it's not helping your audio at this point. Um, what you might want to consider is uh, using, using your other microphone, you know, your original mic. As opposed to what you're using, because it's hard to it's hard to make out sometimes. I've noticed that in the last uh, in the last time. And that's why I put my headphones on so I can try and hear you better. Uh, Malcolm, go ahead. Yeah, hi. I want to know, um, this is like some static. I'm hearing some static in the background. Is uh, is it just me or what? Uh, I don't hear any static. I hear it. Yeah, I hear static. You can hear it right, Tim Slinger? You can hear it as well? Yeah, I can hear it. I'm not, I'm, not hear, yeah, I'm not hearing. It could it could be the connection you have uh, on the phone line. Uh, My connection. It it could it could be it could be both both you and Gunslinger uh, uh, as far as the uh, the phone line is concerned because when you call in to to the show you're calling to it you're calling us you're calling into Blog Talk Radio's uh, switchboard which. There could be static in the line. I don't hear it because oh, I'm called in on I'm called in on um, on, on Skype. And uh, about, Cherokee uh, Rose just said in the chat room she doesn't hear she doesn't hear any static. Okay, well I'm, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go ahead with my commentary. So I think that what ultimately is gonna happen 
is that we are going to head. I know this is going to sound. This is conspiratorial. This is not a fact. This is not nothing I've seen in the future or anything. But I have my reasons. So I think what's ultimately going to happen is that we're going to head towards tyranny. In terms of they're going to start now. They're going to start now. I could see it. They're going to start now characterizing anyone who calls himself a patriot. They're going to start putting us in the same category as literally Islamic terrorists. I can see it happening. With the, with the type of rhetoric they're saying and with the way the media is portraying everything, I, now, now, now mind you, if on Capitol Hill, if, you, if, we, if, if any of us was there to witness all this, we would probably be terrified as well. But the way the media is spinning this, the way the media, the, 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 the verbal diarrhea, I've seen people in the media use to describe Trump supporters. It is beyond terrifying. It's bringing us to a place where these people are going to want to install McCarthyism once again. Meaning that even if you, even if you, because even if you're black and you happen to support any any person of the GOP, you're not going to be scrutinized. They're going to find ways to probably um, put you in prison. So we're, we're heading towards dark times. I mean, the, the country truly is divided. I mean, you wouldn't know that if you go outside because everybody, everybody seems pleasant still. But in terms of if you start talking politics with people, I think that's a no-go right there. And I think that the politicians like the Nancy Pelosi's of the world, they're making this, they're making this far darker than what it is. And it doesn't have to be that way. Is they're just not? They, I think that they're using the um, they they're gonna they're gonna use this event that happened at the Capitol Hill the same way they used the whole Charlottesville lie thing. They're gonna they're gonna push this and push this and push this to say, look, you see what these so-called domestic because they call them they call them people consider themselves patriots as domestic terrorists. That is insane. That is insane to me. But they're gonna they're gonna be using this event, man, as a way to um as a way to circumvent our movement. Now, on, on top of that, to say that um any if you're pretty much if you're pro America, that this is what you're for, this that and the third. So it's it, it's it's gonna be trying times. But if those people who did um cause that chaos in Capitol Hill were actual Trump supporters and not Antifa as suggested, if they were Trump supporters. I'm going to have to go on record and say that was beyond irresponsible if you were a Trump supporter and you engaged in that type of behavior. That is deeply, 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 deeply irresponsible. It's very stupid. And on top of that, I want nothing to do with you. Well, my my personal belief is that... uh Given the fact that the Democrats now will have control of the Senate, the lower chamber, the House of Representatives, and the White House, what I see coming down the pipe should scare any American. It should scare you half to death. Everything that was done during the Obama years is going to come back tenfold. I've said this before, but I'm going to say it 
slightly different because someone uh, came on the show, uh, was it last week, and <clears throat> said that, you know, that I stated that Obama would and, and, the, and, the, and the Democrats would push for uh, would push for more gun control, gun confiscation, and that it would happen. Yes, I may have said it would happen, but I was saying it in a prediction format, not in a definite format. This is something that I fear may come down the pipe. Add insult to injury. Hold on, Anyone George, hold on. Supported... So, hold on, George. So you're pretty much saying that you agree with me? Is that what you're saying, or you got a different take on this? No, no, I, I do agree with you. Uh, there's just I'm I'm just uh, adding to that. To, I'm adding oh, okay. to, to what you said as well because you know it's it's obvious to it's obvious to any person uh, with common sense and uh, good judgment that the Democrats. They they were pissed off because they didn't have the power anymore. They lost power, and now they've got their power back. And now that they've got power back, all hell is going to break loose. You're going to see laws passed that are going to literally make it next to impossible to recognize America for what it was. Notice I said what it was. Because under President Trump, things were improving. Things started happening. Businesses that left this country because of high taxation and, and, and inability to afford manufacturing in this country started coming back. As soon as Biden takes over, that's all going to change. They're going to, the taxes are going to go back up again, and all those, all those tax breaks that help these businesses to return are going to they're going to disappear. Well, well, George, you know what's scary is that. Um, uh, the, the Democrats, well, people on the left in general, they're advocating to push a $15 minimum wage. You know, to the low, inf- I mean, you know, to the average person, that sounds pretty good, right? We, I mean, we all could agree that you, 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 you want to go to a job where you're making enough money to make ends meet. I mean, nobody in their right mind disagrees with that. But the reality is, the reality is, that's going to crush small businesses. You, 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 you get what I'm saying? Like, like, like they're not looking mm-hmm. at the bigger picture. That's going to destroy small, smaller businesses. Not only that, even when you take a multi-billion-dollar corporation like Walmart, that um, that you, I mean, you can argue could afford it. But the only thing about that is, if they have to hike up their minimum wage as well to fifteen dollars an hour. Now, I do. Now, I think big corporations like Walmart, Amazon, yeah, they can't afford it. But the thing is, your hours are going to get cut drastically because they're just because because there's a lot there's a lot of incentives that go with that as well. It's not just oh, this family's a billionaire; they have the money to do it. It's not. I mean, I mean, it's not just that. You get what I'm saying? That that that's what that's a scary aspect of this, to my, to my opinion. Well, the 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 harsh reality is. Yeah, as soon as the as soon as the um, minimum wage is hiked to fifteen dollars an hour, companies like Walmart, Target, st- 
stores like ShopRite, um, um, Acme, stores like Stop and Shop, uh, Price Choppers, Kroger's, stores in food stores and, and, and retail department stores are going to have to hike the hike their prices because they're not going to be able to, to pay a, min, a minimum wage of $15 an hour unless they actually raise prices. And that's going to hurt the bottom line for the American people financially. That's, I agree. That's, that's a good. I, I don't think they understand and, that. No, they do understand that. They just don't care. Okay, that's, that's what it comes down to. Malcolm. It, it, they don't care. If they cared, if they had any sense of, 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 moral, uh, of morality in them, they wouldn't be the party of disaster that they are. So, George, would okay. you say Joe that's, Biden, why, that's what... Uh, I'm sorry, George. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to keep cutting you off. <laughs> Look, Joe Biden said this in regards to... He said he's going to raise taxes. Oops. Yeah. He, told, he actually told the truth of what he's going to do. Because that's been their plan all along. They wanted to hike the tax on everybody, not just the rich, but everybody. I think okay. that was not and, and, uh, what, What's that gun? I was just going to make a comment on the minimum wage when you get done. Yeah, now, now the, the, the sad reality is it's not just minimum wage and taxes that are going to explode. The unemployment rate is going to explode more than it already has because of the pandemic. And I fear we're going to see tent cities. This is, a, I'm making a, this is just, a, a, just a thought on my, on my part. I'm not saying this, is, this will happen, but it could happen. We could see tent cities. Okay. Tent cities, people because they lost their homes, lost their jobs, you know, popping up everywhere. All those homeless people that we saw over the, over the years, especially like in places like California, where you've got streets lined with homeless all over the place, many of those folks did not choose to be homeless. Because they lost their jobs, they lost their businesses, they lost everything. Well, picture that happening 10, 20, 30 times over. And the last thing I'm going to say on this, and I want to get you know, some sort of chime in. Uh, look, Biden already made it clear that he's going to wipe out everything that Trump did. And he's going to restore everything that, that Obama did. He's got Obama whispering in his ear. Okay? He's got Obama whispering in his ear in the background. That's why I keep saying this is going to be Obama 2.0. But I give it three months. At least three months. Like I said, this is a prediction on my part. I see it coming down the pipe. They talked about the 25th Amendment for Trump. They're going to do the same thing to Biden. Only what they're going to do is they're going to do it so that they, he got, he, they got the Democrat uh, seat of power in the White House. Now watch how fast they get a psychiatrist because of all his mental lapses and gas. 
a medical doctor to examine them for medical reasons. <clears throat> and then they're going to take those findings from both the psychiatrist and the doctor and use that to push Biden out and move Harris and Pelosi up in the, in the chain of in the order of succession. So that we end up with a, Pelo- a Harris-Pelosi presidency instead of a Biden-Harris presidency. And if that happens, this country is wor- going to be in worse shape than, than, than we already feel it's going to happen under ha- Biden-Harris. Because what, what I see coming down this pipe, and it's a very narrow pipe indeed, is the first time we get challenged militarily, those two cackling hens are going to freak out, and they're not going to know what to do. And what's going to end up happening is they're going to take us down the path of war, the likes of which this country has never seen before. <laughs> and we could end up, we could end up in a real fickle pickle. Gunslinger, you were going to say? Well, I was just going to add there. I guess you can hear me better. I'm on my computer now. I was on yes, I was on. much better now. <clears throat> um, until I get the bugs worked out. I never used them all ago, but so but anyway, on this minimum wage thing, real fast. Okay, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with working for minimum wage. <clears throat> That's why it's called minimum wage. You're not going to be a rocket scientist working at minimum wage. Okay, <clears throat> when, I, when I first started to be an electrical helper, you know, I was making probably near minimum wage at the time. Of course, my I had a I got a little extra because my dad was the owner of the company, <laughs> you know, you know, the son of the owner. But anyway, <clears throat> even when I took over the company, um, I mean, it, when I would hire a, a, some helper, I'm not going to pay him what I know, you know, because I would get $45, $50 an hour. The contractors and service calls and all that shit, it was, hell, I think it was 30 $30 or $35 back then for a service call. You had me for one hour, okay? And then it was $40 or something like that for every hour after, okay? So you think I'm going to pay some snot-nosed kid that's not even dry behind his balls yet uh, 40 bucks an hour to, to go out there and do what I know to do, that I've got the experience to do? It's like people flipping burgers at Burger King, okay? They're there... You know, that's not a, a highly technical job. I'm sorry. Okay. But don't get a pay scale if you're flipping burgers at, at Burger King? I don't think so. Okay. So it goes anywhere for that matter. You know, you're not going to you're not going to start at the top at the bottom, as Joe's land goes. you got to work your way up, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, uh, with this if these two characters, these tackling hens, get in there, we'll be the laughing stock of this country. Hey, we was the, the laughing stock of this country with Butt Buddy, oh bummer, being okay. We was the, literally the laughing stock of this fucking planet. Not this country, the fucking whole world. That little bastard, that little butt licker, would fucking go out there and kiss everybody's ass all throughout the, the world. Okay. Okay, you know, put Putin, Putin, I like to call him, you know, he had, he had Obama his bitch, I'm sure. 
I'm sure. There ain't no doubt about that. Okay. Now, you got uh, a Trump that came along. He ain't no bitch, I guarantee you. He's a leader. He is a warrior. Okay. Now, instead of, and he don't bow down to nobody. Okay. You got you can see it over the past four years. Have he, has he ever bowed down to anybody? No. That is a that is the trait of a good leader, okay? When you don't kiss anybody's ass, like Butt Buddy did, okay? He's a butt, he's a ass kicking, ass kissing president, okay? But if them two get in there, the the two cackling hens there, oh my god! Oh, I didn't get nothing last night, so I'm gonna push that red button. We're gonna go to thermonuclear war. Oh, I can see it now. These two people, you, you got to be kidding me. Remember what I said, Mark Dice in, in San Diego, California, said these, uh, interviewed these 10 college girls, okay, in college, and I'm surprised they even said they agreed that 9 out of 10 said, that's a, that's a man's job, okay, being the president of the United States, okay? And it's true, okay? Now, most men supposed to supposed to rule on logic, okay? That's why it's supposed to work. But unfortunately, you know, women, they do they do only motion. Depending on which side of the bed they cut out in the morning. Okay? Been there, done that one. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, let, 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 Gunslinger, let's remember that Cherokee Rose is, 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 is uh, listening to all this. And she, you know, we got to, I, 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 I don't want her getting mad at us. Uh, let's just try to be careful because you know, we don't want uh, all women to think that we're, Putting them down, we're not. I'm just, I'm just stating the truth. Just That's the, just just the, the truth. Just the truth. In, the, in, the, in government uh, that we don't really care for. Um, guys, I'm going to put a question out to, to both of you uh, on this. If, in fact, let's say for the sake of discussion, if, in fact, uh, because of his uh, – and, and uh, Cherokee Rose, I believe, is saying that uh, she agrees with him. Uh, you, you're agreeing with the Gunslinger, I take it there, uh, Cherokee Rose? Uh, that's, I suspect that's who you're agreeing with. Um, the, the, the whole, if, in fact, what I said regarding uh, the 25th Amendment being used against Joseph Biden does happen, at what point, at what point does America become... Uh, so deluded with the, with the two cackling hens going in that our allies begin to turn away from us, much in the same way they did during Obama's time in, office, in the Oval Office when he held it as hostage. Because I, I fear that our allies, with the exception of maybe Israel, many of our other allies are going to sit there and go, uh, no, not no. If it, it, this is going to be another uh, Obama administration in you know in, in sheep's clothing, we're just going to say, "Have a nice time, America. You're on your own." You, you, all you people that that should have voted and should have voted and didn't. All you people that. That, that allowed this that, that, that didn't fight hard enough to, to to straighten out the mess of the election 
speaking of the courts and all that. Hey, George, that's steady. You're pretty much up the street. I can barely see a lot of static. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, stand by. I will be right back. I'm going to hang up my line and return in just a second or two. In the meantime, gentlemen, please carry on the conversation while I try to put things on my end. I don't understand what's going on, but we'll see what happens. Be right back. Okay, so I think it was his line because he hung up and now it's, it's gone. Yeah, it's clear now. I don't hear anything at all now. I don't, yeah, I think yeah it was, now it's back to normal. So I think it was him the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was his guy. Yeah, like, but I can hear you clearly now. I can really clear. There I hear you clear. Line. Yeah, you're clear. You're clear as a bell there. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. Definitely. So, uh, so yeah, so we weren't crazy because I was like, because I was wondering, because when you think you didn't hear nothing, there, there it is. Okay, I'm back, everybody. How are we doing? And, okay, uh, so George, we 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 came to the conclusion it was it's your line because as you hung up, everything went back completely clear. And now that you come back on, it, the static is back again. Yep. Sounds like a loose, sounds like a loose connection. Yeah. Well, I there's nothing I can do because all my connections are tight here in the studio. That's what it sounds so like. So the only thing I can figure is it just sounds like that. Yeah, but, okay, but now the it's gone. I don't well, hear the static. Now it's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now it's right. gone. Hmm. You can hear okay. it a little bit. Okay, now it seems to be gone. Okay. Well, that's that's a saving grace. Thankfully, I hate when, when when things don't work quite the way they're supposed to. It really sucks. Anyway, so I missed I missed out on on what you guys were bringing up because I was in the process of of coming back. Um, but I, I want to get back to the question I raised. How how likely do you suspect it's going to be uh, that our allies? Uh, over time, we'll, we'll see what uh, this Democrat administration, if you want to call it that, uh, if they screw things up, if they start doing things back the way Obama had them, how likely do you see our allies saying, we're out of here? America, you've got, those, you've got idiots in the White House, you've got idiots in the Congress, you've got idiots in the Senate taking control, and... It's not worth uh, it's not worth it for us to to help you if you can't even help yourselves. How likely do you see them turning away from us because of the Democrats? From the Biden administration. Mm-hmm. Under a Biden administration. I know this is going to sound. If he gets forced is, out, Malcolm. Now, Malcolm, think about this too. Even if he gets and if he gets forced out and Harrison and Pelosi move up, so in either scenario, uh, whether Biden stays in or he gets forced out and the other two move up, however it plays out, 
do you see a, a Democrat White House and government? Do you see a Democrat government in general causing our allies to say, "Fuck no, you're on your own." Um, not necessarily, because believe it or not. Foreigners actually favor Democrats over over conservatives in the U.S. Because you know, um, you know, Ronald Reagan was hated over there in Europe by almost all the countries or whatever. You don't you know that, right? So was George Bush. So was George Bush Senior. The Democrats always favored um, towards uh, foreign countries. They like working with Democrats for whatever reason. I think I think the biggest challenge will be Israel because Democrats they more side with the um they more side with the Palestinians versus the Israelis. Because um, if you, if you if you remember Netanyahu distanced himself from Barack Obama because Barack Obama was pretty pretty very critical of the Netanyahu of the sorry Netanyahu um, administration in Israel. Hello. Yeah, I, I think um, I, I think there's there's a there's there's a certain logic to that. Uh, but at the same time, uh, look back look back to when uh, when uh, Barack Obama was in the Oval Office. He did things that cost this nation dearly. Um, Many of our allies turned their back on us because of it. Um, when he reduced our military strength levels uh, from what it was before he took over to what it was after he reduced it, it was reduced to pre-World War II levels, practically. Then taking the military budget and slashing the military budget in such a way that... Uh, they could not buy new equipment. They could not, you know, get the, the, the necessities for our military to do the job effectively. And, of course, all that money being funneled into NATO. Okay? So you're, you're, you're talking, what we're talking about here is allies looking at all of that and saying, if it goes back to that again, then we're out of here. Not all the allies are turning but a good chunk. What, 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 is that, what, is, what is that noise? <laughs> I hear somebody rustling around out there. You said what? I heard something rustling around. Uh, it sounded like somebody was moving stuff. Oh, I just came. I'm, I live in a city downstairs home, and I just came downstairs. Ah, okay. Well, guys, my my hope is that our allies do stick with us, no matter what. You know, I got a bad feeling that a couple of our allies will say, "Man, eh, not, not worth it for us to come back to the United States if they're going to if they're going to have a crew like this running the show." 
it's very distressing. It is very distressing. Now, mm-hmm. as far as Ronald Reagan is concerned, listen, with the exception of the Iran-Contra situation, the man didn't do too bad in office. He didn't. A lot of folks looked at Donald Trump and said that Donald Trump, in, in, in some ways, was a lot like Ronald Reagan. Look at what what Reagan did with that wall. He told the guy, tear down this wall. And guess what happened? They tore down that wall. You know, Reagan was not uh, a big big speech person, but he had a lot of his speeches written for him, yes. But when he spoke from the heart, he spoke from the heart. And he made sure that people understood that he loved this country dearly. Much in the same way that Donald Trump loves this country dearly. So, George, can I ask you a question? He just did, but you can ask another one if you like. (laughs) No, I wanted to ask you a gunslinger. I wanted to ask you when gunslinger really, um, do you ever see yourselves ever voting for a Democrat? Sir, I I, I take deep offense to that question, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Me vote for a Democrat? Are you insane? You, you, just hearing you say that made it's like, please make it stop. My ears are bleeding. No, I would never vote for a Democrat. Oh, never. George, we could, ba- we could barely hear you again. It's a lot of static now. <laughs> okay, then it's in the line. It's something in the line. It's, it, there's nothing. There's nothing on my end. So whatever's happening is unfortunately within the the, the, the phone line. So yeah, between we can, here, like, between like your, me and your audio Talk Radio and Radio, and, and it's real static. Let me try something here. It wasn't there last night. It was nice clear last night. microphone does it make a difference give me yes. a five count five four three two one <laughs> clear the bell no yep. static no make nothing. a difference yep <sighs> I think you got a Democrat oh. running around with your other mic I think better get the Democrats for you well, excuse me a second here. 
take the microphone that's currently occupying the holder, put in this handheld job. Okay, so still no static, right? No static. No static. Okay. Well, now I know what the problem is. I suspect it's in the it's in the mic wire. Oh, okay. <sighs> I guess I'm going to have to get myself a new XLR cable. Uh the XLR cable that I'm using is a double is a double wire setup. They're the exact same wire. I just connect them together to make a really long wire to walk with. It looks like I'm not going to be taking the microphone with me while this situation's happening. So if I have to go if I have to go for uh, another cup of coffee, I'm going to tell you guys by saying. Cup empty. Keep talking. And then disappear on camera and get a cup of coffee. But hopefully I won't have to do that for a while. Mm, hopefully not. Well, maybe in another twenty minutes. But we could all agree. We we could all we could all agree. Going back to Gunslingers about the fifteen dollar minimum wage and to what you said as well earlier, George, that okay, in theory it sounds good because everybody wants to make ends meet at the end of the day to um, pay all their bills off. But in practice, those of us who study Austrian economics versus those who who like Keynesian economics, we know that's going to destroy the economy and the average working person because that is going to shut down. uh, That is just a job killer. I'm sorry. I just think that I think the Democrats are really good to playing to the appeals of the most gullible people on the planet. And that happens to be, I'm sorry to say it, it happens to be people in my generation who are millennials and people in general who are just young, young, dumb, and very impressionable. I think they've got, I think they got a monopoly on that. I'm sorry. Well, you know, what you got to realize, too, that, you know, if you if you go out here <clears throat> to McDonald's and pay some some kid to flip burgers and you pay him $15 an hour, to flip burgers, like I said, you don't, don't, you don't need to be a rocket scientist to flip burgers. Okay, now right. your big, your Big Mac is going to go up sixty percent, if not more. Yeah, yeah. Because I you think the corporation is going to absorb that money? No, they're going to pass it on to the consumer. Who's the consumer? Me and you. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're going to pay instead of paying three bucks for a Big Mac. Now it's going to cost you seven bucks for a Big Mac. Right. Same fucking thing. Okay, so it don't work too well. <laughs> but, lose, but the thing lose. is, right, now, okay, so we know this is going to explode the deficit of doing something like that. On top of that, the things that they want to implement, like Medicare for All and um, um, this Green, Green New Deal nonsense, and um, some, radical, some radical leftists are even talking about abolishing prisons, but that's a whole other subject. But the things they want to implement, we're not going to have the money to afford none of it. So I don't understand. I don't. I really don't understand what what they think hiking the hiking the minimum wage is going to actually do. I just don't understand it. Well, let me let me chime in on that. Okay, 
Um, the problem, the problem is, uh, and I want to, I'll, I'll comment on the, the on the the Medicare for all and Green New Deal uh, aspect of it. The problem, as I see it, is those who who vote in favor of the Green New Deal and Medicare for all. What they what they will what they have failed to say. And what they have failed to admit to is that in the process, we're going to have to, A, raise taxes exponentially because each of these two items separately, okay, the Green New Deal alone could cost an upwards of $5 trillion. The Medicare for All, same price tag which means a total between the two of around $10 trillion, okay? And Medicare, the system has been, in, has been running deficit for, for decades. It is on the verge of going bankrupt. And if they decide they want Medicare for all, the only way to make it solvent is to raise taxes, pump money into the Medicare system from the taxes, and... And there's no guarantee that that will even work. So Medicare for all may be free for some folks, but for the American taxpayers, it's going to be a nightmare. It is going to cause financial hardship because the taxes, as I said, will have to be raised and raised very high. And this is something that the Democrats do not talk about. Because if they actually admitted to that aspect, what would happen is the American people would have said, oh, fuck no. And we wouldn't be seeing a Biden presidency coming down the pipe. But here's the, here's the other side of the coin that's an even bigger problem. Not only do they want the Green New Deal to be implemented, Not only do they want Medicare for all, but they want to include every illegal alien that has come across the border to get free money, free housing, free food, free Medicare, you know, basically everything handed to them on a platter. Oh, that starts happening? Watch how fast the American taxpayer turns around and says, are you fucking nuts? They're not even, they're not even legal citizens. And now you want to dump our tax dollars in their lap in the form of free Medicare, money, housing, and all that? That's what they were talking that that kind of shit was being talked about by Harris. That shit was talked about by Sanders. Okay? AOC, you know, asshole on crack. So what what really what 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 what, what, what easy for me to say, guys. What we're seeing is the ultimate devastation of our financial system even more than it already is. Our national debt is going to be in upwards, I predict, this is a prediction on my part, 
I predict the national debt is going to be in upwards of $50 trillion before the first two years of Biden being in the Oval Office take, you know, takes effect, if he makes it to two years in office, which I said, I suspect they're going to try the 25th Amendment his ass out and move Harris and Pelosi up. If that doesn't happen, I'd be very shocked. I'd be very surprised. So everything that I'm saying here, guys, it'll either happen or it won't. I'm not, I'm not going to say it will, but it's a distinct possibility. I give it at least a 95% probability. And that's, that's, a, that's my gut feeling on that. And if it does and the thing about the Kamala plane, Harris is that Kamala yeah, Harris is yeah. pretty much a, a Hillary Clinton 2.0. I'm talking about she's in bed with literally the same banks that fund Hillary Clinton. Um, she implements. I mean, she 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 carries the Hillary Clinton um, um, ideology, the, the whole nine. Oh, and but uh, Kamala well, Harris, she, she also the, does not work Clinton with um, Republicans at all. You guys know that. You guys know that. I forgot what's got a, a thing on her record. She does not work with Republicans, and she's in the yeah, U.S. Malcolm, Senate. That's how crazy something. that was. She has the she has the the Hillary Clinton seal of approval. Yeah. Period. True. Yeah. Like the, okay. the major backers so, of Hillary Clinton, they back her too. If you go on OpenSecrets.org, you see it. Look, I'm going to tell you something. I'm not one for 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 uh, for for shouting the alarm or, or or hitting the panic button, but look, those of us who are on disability, like myself, okay, I'm, perma- I'm permanently disabled by definition. All right, I can never work again. Lord knows, I wish I could but I can't. I have a feared feeling that giving people free money and all this other stuff is going to decimate Social Security. It's going to decimate Medicare. Medicaid is going to be overwhelmed more than it already is. And by the time, I'd say by the time the midterm elections hit in 2022, America will be completely and irrevocably damaged. It would take probably 10 years to fix the damage the Democrats are likely to do to this country, if not more. There is no excuse for what's happened to us. And for all those assholes who decided to stay home in Georgia and not vote because some fuckhead named Lynn Wood told them to stay home, I'm going to say something that was said to me many years ago, because I've been voting for 39 years. I was told early on, if you don't vote, shut your fucking pie hole and don't complain, because you, unless you vote... You've got no, there's, you, you can't, you shouldn't have a, you shouldn't say two fucking words because you start complaining and you didn't vote. 
people are going to look at you like you're an idiot. Well, I looked at that person and I said, well, wait a minute. So as an American citizen, if I don't, I don't have a say, he goes, oh, you have a say. Don't get me wrong. You have a say. But nobody's going to listen to you. Because if you don't vote, you're not trying to make a difference. If you don't get out, if you don't get out there and stomp for a candidate to you know, let people know, hey, you want change? You want things to get better? Then you need to vote for this person, and you need to tell other folks that you know, pass the word. Vote for this person if you want things to change and for the better. Well, I can safely say that here in the state of New York, those who live north and west of me could have voted Andrew Cuomo out of the governor's office, but they considered everybody, everybody, south of Dutchess County, New York, rhinos, Republicans in name only. And the funny thing about that is, I'm a registered independent. I vote Republican, registered independent. So if you, don't, if you didn't vote and you live in the state of Georgia and you could have prevented the Democrats from taking the Senate, I don't want to hear you complain because you let it happen. Those who did vote to try and stop the Democrats from taking the Senate, I want to hear, I would love to hear from you because you tried. At least you gave it your best. You put your vote down for David Perdue and Kelly Loeffler. But those who sat home and did nothing, your complaints are going to fall on deaf ears. Um, so, George, and I can be here. What, what, when you was watching the, the Georgia, um, when you watching the Georgia um, votes come in, did you kind of know that they were going to win? Uh, David, um, sorry, John Ossoff and um, what's the guy named Warnick? Let me tell you what I saw when I, when Raphael the Warnick. results were coming in. The same thing that happened to Donald Trump is what happened to Purdue and and Loeffler. They were doing well. They were doing very well in the tally. Things were going great, and then all of a sudden. <laughs> Right down the crapper. The two Democrat challengers shot right up and passed them like they were sitting still. Oh, and I wonder how that could have happened. Oh, I know. Because they used the same Dominion voting machines with the Smartmatic software that they used during the presidential election. I suspect there was election fraud involved. I really do. But nobody said anything about it. So obviously they didn't care. People well, I just think that disgusted. I, I, I think that um if there was election fraud, it's gonna be 
it's going to be hard to point to that because of the whole Linwood thing. That's why it's so damaging. Because all they're going to say is, oh, well, you know, you had Linwood and other conservative activists telling conservatives to stay home. And they're not wrong about that because that's true. Well, Linwood, if they listen to him, they're fools. A fool that listens to another fool is still a fool. If I said to you, Gunslinger, Malcolm, if I said to you, don't vote in the, in the next election, it won't matter. Because election fraud stole the election for Trump, stole, stole it right from him. The same thing happened in the Georgia runoff. Your vote's not going to make a bit of difference because... No, no Republican's going to ever see another seat. What would you think of a person who, of, uh, what would you think of me if I were to say that to you? Think about that. And then tell me what you, what, what, what you come up with. Would I be no better than Lynn Wood? Nope. See? Gunslinger? No, sir. Did he hang up? Nope, nope. He. Uh, I just saw. I just saw a message from him in the chat room, in the Mixler chat room. Second oh, office okay. is calling. Be right back in a few. Second office. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have no idea what, what he meant by that, but okay. So, George, um, you know, believe it or not, I don't think all is lost. Because I think that, we're, we're, keep in mind, when Obama got in power in 2008, remember, he, had, he, had, he also had both the Senate and the Congress. And what kept them at bay was the uprising of the Tea Party. That's what kept them at bay. So I don't think all is lost. I just think that we just need that umph again. But having a militia ain't going to do it. Sorry. It's not, yeah, the, no, that's that, just not that, the way to do it. And with all, all of these uh, rogue militias that are out there yeah. that have uh, evil intentions, they're not going to help the cause. No. Absolutely not going to help the cause. I, I, no I wouldn't say what. the intentions are evil. I actually believe the intentions are good. They're just extreme about it. That's all it is. It's no well, different from um, a Muslim terrorist. Their, their intentions actually aren't bad. They're just very, very extreme and fanatical. Let me put this put this out there, Malcolm. Okay. When I was when I was serving in the New York Guard during the nine eleven situation, I was sitting in the parade. I was sitting in the bleachers at the parade field right after lunch one day, and a, a New York Army National Guard soldier from up from upstate just happened to chance by. He sat down with me, 
And he said, Sarge, tell me something. Do you think it's, do you think what we're doing makes a difference? I was actually surprised by that question. And here's what I told that soldier. Everything we do in the cause of freedom can make a difference. If we believe in our heart that we're doing the right thing for the right reason, then we are the stronger, the stronger nation. When the day comes that we stop believing that what we do makes a difference, all is lost. I didn't know at the time, but his, his first sergeant happened to be standing in an access way near the, in the bleachers, out of sight. And he heard what I said. After that soldier left, I got up to walk away, and I saw, the, the, I saw Top standing there. And he looked at me. He shook my hand and said, you know something? I couldn't have said it any better. But the question remains. If we do nothing, evil wins. Wouldn't that be a better way of putting it, short, sweet, and to the point? I said, yeah, but I don't, I don't go that route. I explain it the way I do because it says the same thing, and he got it right off. He understood loud and clear. That first sergeant and I, we've had contact over the years because he has, I have a, an AOL email address that's strictly for military people. And I've been in contact with him numerous times over the years. He's retired now. But he still takes time to listen to my show in archives. He takes time to, to send me messages and one thing he said recently in regards to this election in the days that followed uh, the presidential election, he said, I don't recognize my country anymore. I don't understand what's happened. How anyone could allow this kind of fraud to take place and nobody's doing anything to stop it. Because now the same kind of fraud can happen in every single presidential election and it will become the new normal. And that scares me. And it should scare anybody. So, yeah. what I take for... I think, what I, I think what we're hitting... Mm-hmm. I don't take anything for granted anymore. Nothing. Go ahead, Malcolm. No, I was just saying that. Um, what do you watch the View? You you watch that show? Please, I'd rather watch crabgrass grow. No, no. Uh, what I'm saying is that do you ever watch it once in a while at least? Partner, let me tell you something. The View is nothing but a bunch of cackling hens. Hollywood. But I don't disagree elites. with you. I'm just asking if you watch it. No, 
I mean, I'm just asking if you watch it once in a while, not all the time. One way I'll ever watch something like like The View, Malcolm. Seriously, I would I would have to go back to drinking alcohol. I would have to go back to getting good and drunk before I would watch The View, because that's the only way you'll get me to watch The View. I'd have to to the game. The reason why I'm asking you that is because I really wanted to get your thoughts about Megan McCain and what you thought about her. That's all I was asking you. Okay, Megan McCain. I, honestly, I don't know what to make of Megan McCain at times. Okay, yeah, she gives mixed messages. McCain, I'll put it that way. John McCain wasn't exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer. Right. I'm not taking. I'm not trying to take anything away from her, but you know there there have been times where I've seen clips on YouTube of her of her trying to say things, and she gets talked down, shot down, interrupted, stopped, and she just takes it. She sits there and takes it. And that's a defeatist way, uh, a defeatist attitude, as far as I'm concerned. So she doesn't help the cause of conservatism in any in doing that. I have nothing against her personally, but I think when it comes right down to it, if she were a true conservative, she wouldn't let those cackling hens on the on the view panel talk down to her the way they do. Stop her at every turn. They, 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 they. Honestly, they talk down to almost every conservative woman I've seen on that show. Mm-hmm. And because the thing is, I, but I think it's because on that show where they had her, Jedediah, whatever that other lady name was, there's always like five against one, pretty much. And on top of that, they're in New York, New York City, where they're actually they're backed by a pretty a predominant liberal audience. So I think that's so I think that they that's why they kowtow towards the women of, of the show. Megan McCain is a I actually I actually respect her only because I watch it a lot just to see what they have to say because I like to watch from I actually like to watch different perspectives. She fights back a lot of the times. So the clips you see on YouTube will probably um or most likely clips where they're editing it and they're showing they showing the fact like after the arguments, but she fights back a lot of the times, and she actually brings up really good points. Although she could come off as bratty and she talks about her damn dad a lot, but she brings up a lot of good points on that show. That's why I was asking if you watch it. Like it's an interesting show now with her on there, Megan McCain. I, unfortunately, I I don't for. Because of Joy Behar and Whoopi oh, Goldberg. I can't stand her. I can't stand her either. Okay. Look, Whoopi Goldberg, I'll, I'll, I'll put it to you like this. The only time I actually liked watching her at all was when she played Guinan on Star Trek The Next Generation. Other than my that... Bi- my biggest... Mm-hmm. Other than that, the two sister, The two... Um, Sister Act movies she did when she did when she played a part on uh, the movie Ghost. Right. You know, I mean, all of these, all of her movie act, movie uh, roles, 
her TV roles, when she guest starred on TV shows, that's one thing. But as soon as she got involved in politics, got involved with The View, and she started becoming acidic in her, in her attitude and behaviors, and her true, her true face was revealed, my stomach turned upside down, inside out, and literally started telling me, you watch The View, barf. Because that's all you're going to get from them is a lot of barf. Joy Behar yeah. is nothing more than, than a liberal shitbag that deserves to be kicked in the ass once in a while to, and told, you're, you're a fucking idiot. Boom, you're an asshole. Boom, you're a dickhead. Boom, you're, I'm sorry. I don't. I, they need to grow up from the neck up. I mean, those two are Kathy Griffin in a mentality. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. That's an excellent way of putting it. They, they're pretty much, they pretty much have that Kathy Griffin type of thinking, specifically Joy. And my issue with Whoopi is she's, I hate when people speak on things and they're not informed about it. You get what I'm saying? I really, really, really hate that. Not, I mean, of course, you could talk about whatever you want to talk about. But my thing with Whoopi is she sits there like she, like she has authority of what she's speaking upon. When nine times out of ten, both of them are very misinformed. And they're speaking from a very, very, very biased perspective. So that's, that's my issue with the liberal them. way of doing things. Unfortunately, that's the, that's the way the liberal mind is. Okay, when when look when I was early in my voting years, and even back in the seventies when I was a teenager. Okay, I I remember seeing how the Democrats acted, how they spoke, and everything, and it was. Vastly different, vastly different from the way they are today. Yeah, that's true. And back then, Hollywood did not involve themselves vocally in politics. You didn't hear Hollywood actors coming out and, and talking politics at the award shows. You didn't hear or them athletes. on TV shows talking politics all the time. Yep. They talk about their latest movie role or the or the TV show they 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 just landed or you know or the or the Broadway show they're going to be performing in. They didn't talk politics. But over the years and especially with since Donald Trump was in the Oval Office, they became viral vocal To put it mildly and bluntly, they became viral, vocal pieces of shit. When Barbara Streisand and Cher sit there and talk politics rather than doing what they do best, and that's using their voices to sing, it turns my stomach. When actors 
when musicians get involved in the politics, it dirties and cheapens their accomplishments. And to me personally, I don't know about you, but that's but that's people on both the left and the right. When when these and when I'm talking about the right, I'm talking about people like Ted Nugent. I think he's just as stupid as they are. Kanye West is another one, and I think he's just as equally as dumb as they are. Just because they have conservative views does not mean I'm going to co-sign some of the things that they say. Because I think I I, I look because it's easy to call somebody. Um, uninformed because you don't agree with them, but they're also uninformed too. Because I've heard both of them talk about political issues, and it's like, dude, just shut up, just shut the hell up. You like, you're yeah, literally there just are some conservatives that are uninformed. I, I will agree with you there. There are yeah, uninformed conservatives. There's, very there's much not, so. I'm talking about, you, you, ever heard of Con, you heard Kanye West speak? It's like, what are you talking about? Ted Nugent is another one. Like, like, I just hate. I, I'm with you, George. I really hate when celebrities of either persuasion get into politics because they they're stupid. It just I'm just gonna straight up say they're just dumbass people. You know, and I get that the average person isn't politically informed. That's the average person for you, and they can have an opinion like anybody else. And I'm not saying celebrities shouldn't have an opinion because they're human. Of course, they're gonna have opinions about things. It's just that the issue with them is they speak about things with authority. And it's like, no, you're vastly uninformed. You're not a very bright person in this field. So don't don't speak on things with authority. And you get a lot of your talking points from fucking media. Mm-hmm. And where does the media get their talking points from? Guess so where? The DMZ. <laughs> mm-hmm. That should be obvious. Bingo. Oh, it is obvious. That's why I said it the way I did. Yep. When I say when I say where do the where where do they get their talking points from? The Democrat National Committee. Because that's where they get all their talking points, all their viral attitudes, all their viral behaviors when it comes to politics. Take for example, Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski on MSNBC. Joe Scarborough used to be, thank God he left the party, but he used to be a Republican. I remember, right here in Florida. Joe Scarborough is a piece of shit. He was a congressman. And guess what? Mika Brzezinski is his wife. Two peas in a pod. Right. Now, I'll tell you what. Between you, me, and the four... I'm getting sick and tired of people like Brzezinski, Scarborough, Seltzer, Steltzer, whatever his fucking name is, Acosta. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Don Lemon, uh, Chris Cuomo, the brother of Andrew Cuomo. I get sick and tired of hearing those those idiots spewing and mouthing the platitudes of the Democratic Party because that's all they know how to do. If, a Demo- if the DNC says that Donald Trump is, is, is orange man bad, 
immediately they start saying orange man bad. Remember when that's that's how it is. That's how it goes. A Democrat says it, immediately the, the the mainstream media at large will repeat it. They're poll parrots for the DNC. That's all they are. Mm-hmm. They've been caught in lies and more lies over the years. And what they do is they they take stories and they interject their opinions and make their opinions as a part of that story, as if the story and their opinion are one and the same. Mm-hmm. Now here, I'll read. I'll read from the headlines. So let me ask you a question. So why is it that people to critically think? You know, critically think and and share their honest opinions of what was presented. That's why this this show has a dis- is a discussion format that it is. I want to hear from guys like you and Gunslinger and countless others, because you're go- you're you're going to tell it straightforward and to the point. You're gonna you're gonna tell it raw. You're gonna tell it real, and you're not gonna mince words. And that's what and that's the way it should be. Not mouthing the the, the 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 standard platitudes of the party, but speaking from the heart. That's what that's what the show is set up for. I don't I don't need contributors and pundits from the political spectrum on this show. If I wanted that, I could go to work for CNN, MSNBC, or Fox. And do the bidding of, of 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 the corporate masters. That's why I'm an alternative media journalist. I want to hear from you, Gunslinger, and others, what you have to say from the heart, not speaking and mouthing the platitudes of somebody else. That's what that's that's what I that's what I hope for, is people speaking their peace, their mind. And that's what I get here. That's what I'm getting here tonight from you guys. You say it, you say it raw, you say it real. You keep it real. I kind of like that. Cherokee Rose, watching on Periscope.tv. Okay? After my audio, after the audio uh, glitches got fixed... With an angry emoji, she says, ugh, higher taxes. With three angry emojis mixed in, she says, nothing is free, nothing is paid. When I brought up about the uh, Medicare for All, when we talked about Medicare for All and the Green New Deal and stuff like that, and Malcolm just left. Rats. His line probably dropped, or he just had to go. The bottom line is that's telling that that's speaking from the heart. That's real, and I agree with with you, Cherokee Rose. I agree with you wholeheartedly when you said, "Yep, the fix was in." Well, let's see, Gunslinger. I've got a <clears throat> article here that. <clears throat> I kind of alluded to 
earlier tonight. I think I did anyway. And this comes from Newsmax.com. House security official resigns. Dems demand others. Here it comes, guys. It's already starting. The sergeant-at-arms of the House of Representatives has resigned. His post and House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Democrat California, said she will seek the removal of the head of the Capitol Police following yesterday's disturbance in which several hundred protesters breached the halls of Congress, the Washington Examiner reported. House Sergeant-at-Arms Paul Irving stepped down, and Senator Chuck Schumer, Democrat from New York, who will take over as majority leader once the two Democrats from Georgia are seated, said he likewise will seek the resignation of the upper chamber's equivalent, Michael Stenger. The the respective sergeant-at-arms are jointly responsible for the Capitol Police, headed by Stephen Sund, who have come under criticism after they were unable to keep protesters from entering the building. One woman, identified as a protester, was shot by a plainclothes Capitol Police officer and died later at a hospital. The officer has been suspended pending an investigation, according to the examiner. Pelosi said there was a failure of leadership at the top of the Capitol Police. Sund issued a statement on Wednesday promising a thorough review of this incident, security planning and policies and procedures. That woman who was identified as a protester that was shot by the plainclothes Capitol Police officer and later died in the hospital, that was Air Force veteran Babbitt. The woman I showed you on video last night climbing up to the window and being shot. Others have died since. But make no mistake, Antifa and BLM infiltrated the the Trump supporters by disguising themselves as Trump supporters. But do you really think the Democrats are going to admit that? Do you think they're going to demand that Antifa and BLM be held accountable? I don't think so. What I see happening is it's going to all get, everything is going to get swept under the rug as far as their involvement. So the sergeant at arms for the House of Representatives resigns. And Chuck Schumer, once the Georgia Democrats are seated, is saying he will seek the resignation of the upper chamber's equivalent, Michael Stenger. 
that officer who killed the uh, the uh, Air Force vet was suspended pending an investigation. Suspended, he should be he should be behind bars. The woman wasn't armed. She didn't have a weapon. They could have handled that situation a hell of a lot better than they did, but they didn't. Gunslinger, they're asking the, the, the sergeant, the House of Representatives Sergeant at Arms, Paul Irving, steps down. Schumer wants Michael Stenger to resign. Personally, I think, uh, yes, the respective sergeant-at-arms are jointly responsible for the Capitol Police, headed by Stephen Sun, but nobody's asking for Stephen Sun's head on a platter. No one's asking for that officer who shot and killed an Air Force veteran of 14 years to be arrested and charged with murder. Is this the way it's going to be with the Democrats in power now? Go after the people that, you know, okay, I, I will grant you, Paul Irving and Michael Stenger have a lot to answer for, but instead, demanding their resignations? Watch how fast they put people in place that are nothing more than yes-men to the Democrats. What do you think, Gunn? Well, that's what that's what the Democrats want. They want yes men. They want people that will kiss their ass. Just like Obama kissed everybody's ass. What's the difference? Okay. Uh, <laughs> as for those, I don't know, there's something people that protect that building is supposed to be the most professionally trained law enforcement, so-called, in the entire country because that is the most supposed to be the most protected building in the entire country. Okay. So when they, when that video, and I seen it, it, it's on, it was on, it's on Twitter. I think Twitter twat now bastards. Uh, they just, they just basically just, they it showed the Capitol police just opening the barracks or the, the, the barricades and they just waltzed on in. Some security, huh? I'm not a professionally trained person, okay? And I could do a fucking better job than that, okay? I mean, the the the, the, the training that I had when I went to get my the CHL. Hell, I, I learned more things, obviously, than them fucking bozos did. And they supposed to be Secret Service and Capitol Police? Ay, ay, ay. I mean... Granted, with that large amount of people, what if there was some terrorists that was in them, among them? I mean, there's all kinds of shit that you got to, you know, especially today. 30 years ago, you probably didn't have to worry about it. I think, I don't know when, but that street in front of the Capitol, it it used to be, didn't it was an open street. Now it's blocked off. Been blocked off for years. Uh, so you tell me. But yet they just, they just like, they just walked in there like, well, it's like it was pre-planned. I'm telling you, there's something kind of showing rottenness in here somewhere because 
you're not supposed to let these people in like that. Even though the people owns the buildings, they want to come in peaceably, and you know that's fine. But when you come in there ready to whoop somebody's ass, and I, I hate to say, but they deserve it. They deserve to have their ass whooped because of what they've done. What do you do with a child when he does something wrong? You spank his ass. Didn't your daddy ever spank your ass, George? I know my daddy spanked my ass plenty of times uh, when I was young. My father <laughs> w- was too heavy-handed with his fist to my head. My father used his fist to punch me in the side of my skull when no one else was in the house. So when it came to discipline, mom did the discipline. And the only time I ever got my butt spanked was the day I punched my mother in the stomach. And she pulled my britches down off my ass, underwear and all, dipped her hand in a bowl of ice, waited about a minute, pulled that bitch out of the ice and went, one good shot, boom! Pulled my britches back up on my butt, pointed in the direction of my bedroom, and let me tell you something, her face was as red as my shirt. Her eyes bulged like they were going to come out of their sockets. The only thing different between me and her is her neck didn't tighten up. And all she did was say not a word and pointed in the direction of my bedroom. You want to see how fast smoke came off my shoes when I ran up them stairs? I didn't have to, I didn't have, to have my butt beat but one time to straighten my ass out quick. Dad was not the disciplinarian. He left, at least so he told everybody, he left it up to Mom to do. But when Mom wasn't around, he cracked me in the skull with his fist on more than one occasion, and I suspect that's why I have epilepsy today, because of what he did. So he wasn't, his type of discipline could have killed me, Literally. No, dad was not, was not the, the disciplinarian in the house. Mom was. And I'll tell you what. You never mess with mom. Because mothers can be outright ruthless when it comes to straightening their kids out. At least back when we were kids. Uh, I don't know how, how your mom was with you when you were growing up, but I know how mine was. Said not a word and just pointed in the direction of my bedroom every time I did something wrong. And if I didn't move fast enough, I knew a whooping might be coming. So I ran up them stairs as fast as I could go every time. Sat in my room and kept as quiet as a mouse. Believe me, it was safer that way. I didn't. At least I didn't have to sit on a pillow to, to, to because my butt was sore. Not like that one time when she did the ice in the bucket routine. Oof! Let me tell you what, my ass hurt for for a good hour after that. If you get your ass spanked with a, with a, with an ice cold wet hand, guaranteed you're gonna feel it. And mom may have been a, a little wisp of a thing, but she was she could hit with the best of them. 
Believe me, she could hit with the best of them. Besides, any woman who could chase down a purse snatcher and come within an arm's reach of, of grabbing the son of a bitch from a dead stop, from, from standing still and the guy getting half a block away from her and catching up within, within a matter of seconds, would you mess with a woman like that? If that was your mom? I don't think so. Mom was a tough bird, but she did. She disciplined with love. She didn't discipline with uh, with evil intentions. So yeah, trust me. I was glad Mom was the one doing the discipline because I knew where I stood with Mom. Do do what you're told, or your ass is gonna get one good swift smack broadside. Trust me. Not a fun feeling. But, uh, you know, like the guy used to say on the campy Batman TV series back in the day, when it comes to the Democrats having their power back, the worst is yet to come. And that's what scares me, Gun. The worst is yet to come. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but I think Trump making the announcement that there will be a, a peaceful transition come the 20th <laughs> it's not over yet I don't see Donald Trump going away as far as you know being silent is concerned although social media did silence him permanently Facebook and Twitter shut him down That's why I hope he comes to that he that President Trump goes to Parler, to MeWe, to Gab, and keeps his and keeps on keeping on. Because come twenty twenty four, I hope he runs. I truly hope he runs. Because I have a feeling come twenty twenty four. He'll win. What do you think, Gun? Well, <clears throat> unless they, unless they try to steal it again, you know they're not going to stop. You know we all. You, if you if you think that they're going to stop, you're stupid. They're not going to stop trying to do it. They got their little. They got their their power back now, and. If they if they're allowed to get away with what they just got away with, you think you don't think they're going to do it again in four more years? Of course they are. That's why I said they're just like rabid dogs. Once bitten, you're fucked. Okay. So unless something changes, 
I don't know what could, but let's say something does change, then Trump will have a pretty good chance of running again and winning. Of course, he won this time. We all know that he won this time. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. He won. He won. He won. It, it, this, yeah, this, this election was definitely stolen, no doubt. But Gunslinger, the Democrats, now that they're they're getting power, the, the power and control back. What scares me is what we, who supported President Trump, may face down the road. I've got a I've got a bad feeling in the pit of my stomach. That Trump supporters are going to be considered domestic terrorists. I hope I'm wrong. I truly hope I'm wrong. But knowing the Democrats, I wouldn't put it past them. What do you think? Well, I wouldn't put I wouldn't put anything past them. Okay, this, they've already proven how untrustworthy they are. They already proven how, what a snake in the grass they are, and they're crookeder than a barrel of Texas diamondback rattlesnakes, and they will bite you. There's no doubt about that. So does it surprise me? Will it surprise me? No. Just like it didn't surprise me that they were trying to get that, you know, golden boy out, and they did. Uh, Not by an honest election. It was definitely stolen. You know, the, the, the evidence is there. But yet, until they start doing something with this evidence and righting a wrong, which I doubt that they will, now that they're back in control, I mean, I don't see I don't see how this, this country is going to prosper when you've got criminals and criminals and criminals at the very base of it. Try to build a house on cards and see what you get. One little flick of that fucking card and the whole goddamn house comes down, don't it? That's simple engineering. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, when you have built something up now on a solid base like Trump has done, these son of bitches are going to come in there with their fucking pile drivers and chisels and, and jackhammers and destroy what he and it's just going to collapse just like it did before Trump got here. Unless you see it different. Go ahead. I don't, <laughs> I don't see it different at all. Well, Gunslinger, one final question for you, buddy. Um, if if this is the way things may come down the pipe, how likely do you see a battle for our gun rights? becoming more obvious in the days and weeks ahead. Well, if he's good on his threat, and he probably will be, because he's an anti-gun, he's anti-everything, he's anti-American. So is Camel Toe. So does that surprise you that, uh, that they'll try to pull some more bullshit? No, don't surprise me. Every time that there's a mass shooting... Oh, gun control, got to have more gun control, got to have this, got to have that. 
does that prevent fucking mass shootings? No. <laughs> no. So how much more fucking gun control can you fucking get? You know, the Constitution has nothing to do, the Second Amendment has nothing to do with assault rifles or anything like that. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't say, well, you could only have this type of weapon or you can only have this type of weapon. No, the Second Amendment doesn't, doesn't say that. Sorry. Go back and read it. So until they start doing the rule of law, which they're not going to, not unless something major changes in this country, and it ain't going to be in a peaceful manner. Because you see what they've done when they try to take it to court. You see what Trump has done, try to go through the legal way, okay, which is always a good way to go. And you see what the results, the results are. They basically fucking spit in your fucking face. And that's exactly what they did to Trump. They basically spit in his fucking face. So what else? What is? What what else is your alternative? Uh, go ahead. <laughs> what else? Tell me about it. Tell me about it, brother. I mean, it's it, the the frightening reality is that we're going we're going to see our country turn into something we will never ever recognize. Well, get this. Uh, One final story for tonight, real quick. Apparently, Joe Biden is facing backlash over pro-abortion pick for Health and Human Services Secretary. Uh Uh-oh. Joe Biden is facing pushback over his pick for Secretary of Health and Human Services. On Monday, Biden announced his nomination of California Attorney General Xavier Becerra. However, critics are questioning the decision by citing Becerra's lack of qualifications for the job. Becerra, who previously served Congress, has no medical background or work experience with the HHS. He is also pro-abortion. In 2017, Becerra filed criminal charges against a pro-life activist who uncovered Planned Parenthood's involvement in selling aborted fetuses to biotech companies. Some Republican lawmakers said they will not vote to confirm Becerra and are urging others to do the same. Hmm. So you're going to put somebody in there with no medical background, no medical experience of any kind, and is a pro-abortion person. Uh, I, he's going to get confirmed because it'll, because the Senate will be it's going to be Democrat controlled. So I see this as a big problem down the road. I really do. What do you think? Well, yeah, it's going to be a big problem. Look at uh, look at uh, Sleepy Joe's son. Where's Hunter? Look at uh, he was hard for that whatever thing that he was doing. Didn't have a slick of experience, and yet he's pulling in millions of bucks. How is that possible? 
You think I'd hire a fucking anybody that didn't know electrical work and go out there and let them do electrical work for me? Are you crazy? Am I stupid? I don't think so. So, same thing. There's no experience there, so why? You know? Stupid does a stupid does, don't they? Birds and feathers flock together. Love the old saying. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, Gunslinger, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online, my friend. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, Malcolm, wherever you are, thanks for joining as well. Cherokee Rose, who watched us by way of Periscope.tv. Always a pleasure to have you along for the for the for the show as well. Maybe one day we'll even get her to. Maybe we'll convince her to call in one night. Who knows? We'll have to see. But in the meantime, that'll do it for this edition of Firefox News Online. One programming note: next week, Firefox News Online is going to take a vacation. In other words, the host is taking a vacation. I need to recharge my batteries. So next week, we will be off the air for the week because I'm going to go. I'm going away to visit with a friend and get out of town. Just try and recharge the old batteries. But we will be back one week from this coming Monday at the usual time of of 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. I'm George Sinzern. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. If you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that having been said, again, I still haven't recorded the uh, outro proper, but I think I got something here that I can use that I forgot I even recorded. It doesn't. I don't think it has music, but we'll find out if it's the right one or not. So if it's not, I apologize. So here goes nothing. Cross your fingers. Oops. <laughs> okay, that I, I, I see where that's going. This has been Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, that's me, is expressly forbidden, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. You can catch Firefox News Online Monday through Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time on the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Be sure to check facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. Also, you can find the links to the live broadcast by going to either gab.com slash Firefox News Online, mewe.com slash Firefox News Online as well. And of course, if you look up Firefox News Online on rumble.com, you'll be able to catch all of the video archives right there. 
as well, including some extra items along the way. Until next time, America, remember this. We all have a stake in what happens in our country. Given what we're going to be facing with a Democrat-controlled Senate, Congress, and with Joe Biden occupying the White House, the voice of the resistance will be watching, and we will speak out loud and clear when the Democrats do something extremely stupid that could cost us all, not only financially, but personally. Take care, America. We'll see you when we return from vacation one week from Monday. And that would be our return date of January the 18th, 2021. Good night, everybody. I think I can play this now. Ooh, got cut short. Okay, I'll have to fix that. Night all. <laughs>